Hi. I was asked to talk more about relationships. We talked about differentiation, which is the key quality that all relationships need. But in terms of your intimate relationships, we can look at it in a bit more detail and understand a little bit more about what goes on. Differentiation has the particular special quality of being something that you can work on in yourself. You can help fix any relationship problems that you have by working on yourself and your own issues. Whereas the other techniques that I know of they kind of need the cooperation of your partner. Maybe not completely, but it really helps. So one of the basic principles is that love in a relationship, the loving feeling between between you, actually comes out of happiness. The happiness comes first and creates the love, rather than the other way round. If we expect to build the love and the love to create our happiness, it actually makes the love very unstable. But if you expect to build the happiness, the happiness in yourself and the happiness in the other person, then because of those happy experiences together, the feeling of love naturally grows. Now this means that it's very important to build the love for both you and your partner together. Because it goes the other way as well. When we're not experiencing happiness, the love dies. And so if you are doing something that makes your partner happy, but it doesn't make you happy, then you're actually draining your own supply of love. And if you're doing something that makes you happy but not your partner happy, you're draining your partner's supply of love. And so there is a need to find things that actually build up the happiness of both at the same time. At first that can be a little bit difficult to find, but when you do find it, it's much more rewarding. That sense of connection to help others as well as helping yourself, to, to share, not to give or take, but to share, to, to do things together. It's, really, it's a really good feeling. And so it does take a little bit more effort, but it is well worth it. So one of the first things this leads to is the need to stop doing things that hurt the other person.
Because when you hurt them, you destroy the love. And so things like aggressive, angry outbursts where you shout at them, dishonesty where you don't tell them what's really going on for you, you lie. Critical judgment where you you say negative things about them and their behavior. Selfish actions where you go and do things by yourself and don't really involve the other person or don't think about how it how they feel. Leave them behind, leave them out. That's also can be really hurtful. And habits, things that are really annoying, that maybe they're really little things, but you keep not washing the spoons. Not turning the lights out, even though you know that it's really important for the other person. That also can really hurt them. And so doing these things prevents the growth of love. So all of the other things that we can do to build love really require us first to remove these obstacles, these negative things that stop the love. Once we've done that, it can be good to look at what your needs are. What is it that you need in a relationship? Think about it this way. Think about, in an ideal, wonderful relationship, what would, it, what would it look like? What experiences would you have? What things are important to you? And these things are quite different for different people. There are some patterns of things that are more common among men and more common, common among women. There are particular needs that many people have. But everyone has a very individual makeup of these needs and a, and a particular, particular flavors of these needs. So the common needs that have been found, let's see if I can remember them. There's supposed to be ten. It starts with speech. One of them is honesty. Someone sharing exactly what's going on with them and being open about, about their life. And the corollary of that, the other need that is related, is conversation, communication, which is more in the sense of listening to each other and really being present in that conversation. Some people have a strong need for touch, for loving hugs, for massages. Some people have a strong need for sex, 
sex more often or less often of a particular style? Do you have any of those needs? Are those things important to you? And what exactly are those what exactly do you need in them? It's not just, this is important to me, but how is it important to you? What kind of experience do you need of that? Some people have the need to be looked after in terms of money and not have to have to go to work. They want to be able to to focus on on life and not on the financial side of things. And so they want to be looked after and paid for and cared for financially. Some people find this makes them feel really loved. Others don't really care. Some people need support in the house, in the cleaning, in the domestic, in making sure that the house and the space and the area is nice and so that they can feel comfortable. Often there's a need for looking after the children in particular ways that make you feel comfortable that the children who are a kind of a connection of you uh, an expression, an extension of your spirit in some way that they are also being loved and cared for and looked after and paid attention to some people need need play, need need to be able to do things that are fun together. And the last two, if I count correctly, are physical appearance, being physically attractive and beautiful. and admiration, which is seeing the other person as wonderful and beautiful and maybe saying good things about them. The attractiveness, of course, can express in very different ways the same as everything else. It's not always simply about a particular look. It can be about the way you move the body, the way you dress. I think we all have all of these needs to some extent, but some of them are very, very strong compared to others, and it differs vastly between people. And so knowing what it is that's really important to you in the relationship and what it is that's really important to your partner is really, really helpful. If you can help them meet those needs that are most important to them. Then that will make the most difference and create the most happiness in their life and therefore build that sense of love and that generosity in them wanting to do more good things for you. And if they can understand what it is that you need, then maybe they can serve you and make you happy in in the right way, in the way that really works for you. So this is something that maybe is worth having some conversations about to figure out what it is that is going to satisfy you and satisfy them 
And then the next step, of course, is to try to find how them fit together. Because as we started this, it's no good to do something that feels good for one person but not for the other. It's only if it's happy for both of us, both of you, that it's going to be effective in creating love between you. And so you need to find how it is that you can do these things in a way that is uplifting for both parties. To do that you're going to need to have a conversation and you're going to need to have the conversation in a way that is going to keep things positive and look at ways of creating happiness for both people. Maybe I'll go into more detail later about conversations and how to resolve conflicts. But the basic idea is a couple of steps. You start by making a safe space, a space where people know that they're not going to get attacked. And so that can be done by having a cup of tea, sitting in a nice area, and also by agreeing that if things get too bad, if you're not able to treat each other well, that you'll step away, you'll have a break. And then you move on to defining the needs. What is it that you need in this situation? What is it that I need in this situation? And don't make them against each other. Make them one list. We need all of these things. We need what you need and we need what I need. We need one list to be met. And so when we have the list of all of those needs that we need to meet, then we start looking creatively at what we could do. And you can come up with ideas. Crazy ideas, good ideas, bad ideas, it doesn't matter. Just come up with some ideas. What could we do? Could we could we speak in a different way? Could we go out on Friday nights? Could we take up horse riding instead of dancing? Whatever it is, come up with some ideas. And then the last step is to go back over those ideas and choose ones that feel really good for both people. And it's really important that they feel really good. If they're not feeling really good, then it's not really going to work. And if things don't quite feel good, then maybe you can work on how they could be improved at this point and finding a way that they can be a really exciting direction one that you really love rather than one that is half-hearted, ho-hum. So here's a few ideas for relationships. There's quite a lot of detail in each point that I've made here that we could go back into. A lot of the information comes from a website called marriagebuilders.com 
for this particular discussion about needs and the importance of those needs. So you can find a lot more information there. And maybe later on we'll go into more detail about each of these points.